Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where for gaming was easy, it'd be your mom, your host, Bam here, and uh, this week I got Dan, Scott, John, and uh, we talk about a lot of things, uh, predominantly we talked about this week, you know, what's, how should you get ready with an army, if you're starting a new book, or you get a new book, or you get into a new army, uh, what are you doing to prep for a tournament, how do you prepare for a tournament with it, we go through some of our ideas, some of our, our tips and tricks for it, and then we also talk about, you know, say you get that army into a tournament, and you mess up, you make mistakes, you play things wrong, you misread rules, you misplay rules. Uh, how should you handle it? What should your reaction be? And what should you do? So it's a pretty good episode. There's a lot of a lot of little nuggets of information in there. Uh, you know, Dan's a Dan's a really good player. So is uh, Scott and Sean as well. And we give our advice on it. And it uh, came out pretty well. So I hope you guys enjoy it. As always, tickets for Monkey are still on sale. www.flyingmonkeycon.com. If you're wanting to go to Flying Monkey, um, one of the crown jewels of the Midwest GT circuit for Lord Marshall, come check it out. I'd love to see. You guys there love to love to say hi i love to meet some of your faces so uh tickets are still available and there's still some sweet swag to be had so all right i'm done being a con pimp before we get into the episode though if you're listening at work you probably should not listen at work or get yourself a damn good set of headphones if you're listening at home you probably should not listen around kids or just don't have kids and the problem is solved i'm going to a weekly warhammer 40k tournament we talk about warhammer 40k in the midwest other big events we go to and predominantly the lord marshall series we hope you enjoy it. Here's the episode. All right, guys, we should be live. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast. Or if Wargaming was easy, it'd be your mom. Back for another week. Uh, here with uh, most of the crew. I think uh, Matt said he was going to be hopping on. Hopefully later. Sean, you're on the fucking podcast. Where are you <laughs> posting the chat? Fucking just want to say I'm first. <laughs> extra chromosome, have a motherfucker. So, uh, of course, uh, sexiest eyes, Warhammer 40k. Uh, Sean Dilly is here today. What's happening, Sean? What's up, guys? Ready to uh, talk some Warhammer? That's what I am. Yeah, and uh, looks like Cody's already in the chat. Z, sub fellers, Mike Ricker, Wasabi. Uh, bottom left, uh, last year's Lord Marshal champ. And uh, ITC champ, Dan Sammons. Rip. Uh, that was a grand intro. So, <laughs> <laughs> so at top left, uh, Scott fucking says, oh, someone said no sound. Uh, do we have no sound? What's going on? Mic check. One, two, three. Are you, uh, did you turn the volume down, Mike? Oh. Rookie. You guys can hear me, right? Yes, we can hear you. Can it? That's weird. No, I, I can hear you on the stream. It's, I think it's Mike. Okay. Why are you saying no sound? Like to fuck with us? Cool. I guess so. It's uh, Walt Banks. We're easily <laughs> fuckable. <laughs> Walt, Walt is for sure. So... All right, let me get some uh, let me get some show notes up. Sasser hit me some show notes earlier, so trying to trying to be responsible, trying to be a better podcaster. So let's uh, while I'm Six doing that, time. while I'm doing that, I know the first thing on there is uh, is dojo time. So uh, 
has anyone spent uh, any time? I know Sean did because I uh, I got a good view of his crotch for a couple hours on the the War Games Ooh. live stream. So uh, you want to tell us about your bit? Bank. You want to tell us about your bit? Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, my event or his event? I think you play that, bitch. Yeah, you said Scott. You didn't say you didn't say Sean. Well, Sean, my bad, dude. Did say that. I just want to look at you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I no. got a better looking crotch. No. Uh, yeah. So, it's, uh, my game Magic. Uh, they put on a Comic Con, just two day tournament. Uh, sixteen or eighteen players. Fun little time. Um, I mean, it's it's still growing. It's still getting uh more and more press. I think as the years go on. So we're just hoping to get that growing. I think they might be judging it next year. Um, but yeah. So first round, I played uh, Grey Knights. That wasn't too bad. Pretty easy. Um, guy wasn't the best player. So won that one, I think, by turn three. Um, second game was against Black Templars. Um, they're tough. They can roll five up. He was able to roll five up. So he just walked forward, and I shot, walked backwards, and was a little worried for that game, but then I got a couple max primaries, put him down to a couple of minimum primaries. So after that point, I felt comfortable in that game. Uh, round three was against the Iron Hands player that was on Sheen at the last round. Um, I was able to get first turn and move some strike scorpions to pin his uh, dreadnoughts into his deployment zone. That pretty much won me the game because it gave me board control for three or four turns. Uh, and that's really all I needed to do. I think in that one, um, he's pretty angry about the differences in codexes with, you know, 120 point Diary Avengers picking up Dreadnoughts once they're doomed and guided. It's kind of fun to do that. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> they're picking up Redemptor Dreadnoughts. They're picking up his uh, Fire uh, fire Raptor Storm Eagle. I don't know. It's a gunship. He was like 120 points. Just about picked up 400 points. So, yeah. But I also had to spend, you know, four CP and, you know, all this other stuff. But and a fuck ton of rerolls. Yeah. Well, yeah. All the demon guide really helps. I mean, I think I think it started off with like nineteen, you know, AP four uh, hits, you know, that wound automatically right away. So. Ooh, yeah. That's nice. All right, you guys should be able to hear me now. In the chat, everybody saying they can't hear me, which is probably getting a better podcast that way, but <laughs> maybe, maybe someone, someone to confirm you can hear me on the sound now. Anybody? What was your last round? Oh, round four was against uh, Nids. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people know about that game. Uh, Oh yeah, I was on stream. Yeah, that was an on stream game, and uh, let's just say uh, one player was pretty sloppy, and it wasn't me. But I mean, no ill will towards towards Calvin or anything like that. Uh, I get it was a new book, and Asian playing sloppy, and that's how it goes sometimes. So don't want to, and uh, you know, the internet already bashed him enough, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, round five was against like the triple Satan Necron list. And, uh, that was that was pretty much over before it started. Kind of thing. 
We're good. Yeah, was he just not? No, no. It's like so. I I, I even got first turn, so that helps me even more. Um, yeah, first turn, I um, took him off two objectives with striking scorpions and banshees, and then uh, he pushes forward a little bit with wraiths. I killed the race with the guess what dire cleansers, yeah. you know, pumping out, you know, nineteen auto auto wounds again. <laughs> not much. I just not yeah. much of a trade, you know. Do, yeah, Doom Guide, Halo Doom, and Dire Avengers is a real good combo. Um, and at that point, I was putting wounds on the uh, Satans as well. Uh, and then turn three came around, and I was able to pick up all three between Psychic, Shooting, and Melee. So at that point, he was tabled. I like, yeah, I just won. So I won that one like 97 to 57, I think. But that was, that was my tournament, and I Managed to take first overall, going four and one. Nice. Because everybody you, else went four and one. What'd you got get a, first? Got a hundred dollar store credit to my games of magic. So nice. he's got some some shining spears coming my way. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's good, man. But yeah, it was fun. I'd like to see the event grow. I think uh, like I said, I'm gonna judge next year. So hopefully we don't run into the same uh, problem as the stream this year. I think, like you said, they got to stop winning events so you well, can stop judging them, that's, that's really what it is, right? I mean, as soon as I start winning events or something like that, I start judging. So, He's done. Yeah. I can't. Uh, I can no longer win the KC Cup because I am judging half the events rather than playing them. Um, but it's whatever. Whatever Whatever to get the, the hobby to grow kind of thing. Yeah. Well, congrats on the win, yeah. for sure. I, you know, I think you guys got a lot of players in your region. Uh, you know, as far as Kansas City is concerned, but oh, there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of like, I think uh, skill skill level to kind of be attained still. That I a guy think so, like yeah. you would be good for that leadership in the area type of deal. Is, yeah. It's kind of where it's, what I'm looking. Yeah, for. I'm not to to talk myself up, but I think I'm probably top dog in the KC Metro. <laughs> like nothing against anybody else, but it's like consistently win against you know all the other clubs around yeah uh, jeff's up there now i don't know That's, my homie jeff i, I said consistently I jeff <laughs> jeff has to uh, show up to that sort of way that's all also true yes remember yeah. they're going on yeah yeah on that, and we'll talk about that a little bit later more uh i definitely got triggered watching some of that stream oh yeah my and, uh, uh checking my phone like after the game i was like oh god <laughs> My then, Discord then, is blown up. And I got Dan. Groups have messed up. Yeah, I got Dan. Dan was trying to put in the fence, and I got him in it with me, and <laughs> and uh, we were both we were both pretty ticked at it. So it's you know, and I'll get into the reasons why, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kick Calvin when he's down because I do think yeah. uh, I think uh, I think the right moves were made after the fact, and uh, that's why I want to talk about some of the stuff we're gonna talk about tonight. You know, so uh, Dan, you got any games in? Or you just been fencing and 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 dad and building terrain back there. You did uh, pretty much that and working. So yeah, playing Total War. <laughs> Kiss love still, or are you on to something else? Ogres. Ogres. <laughs> That's not dojo time, man. That's not dojo time. So. It counts. It counts. Well, I easy. say I've got, I've got none, so. I say that, and Dan's still probably sitting on top of Lord Marshall. We'll find out by the end of the episode. Yeah, I'm just giving you guys a, a time to catch up because it's lonely up here. Yeah. 
Jesus Christ. Uh, Scott, you say you think anything going this weekend? Yeah, no, I got nothing, dude. Nothing. Yeah, all right. Well, I'll go through. I had an RGT. Um, we did the uh, one of our guys, you guys all know Mark Newson, uh, Grey Knights player. Like that's, that's that's all Mark pretty much plays is Grey Knights. He had a little stint with Imperium, but it was it was heavy handed the Grey Knights. And we have a big tournament at his place last year, and we're doing it again this year. And uh, at his place, like, yeah, he's got a huge like double deck, so we call it the double decker. And uh, we invite a lot of players from the area to come out and. You know, if you want to come out and come to it, we usually do it. And and uh, everybody brings food. So, like, it's big potluck thing. And uh, I had the whiskey going at, like, 9 a.m. So, I was, I was pulling the Scott Sasser. And uh, it was a good time, man. I, I, I took the Space Wolves. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was I was just like, I I don't know, man. I like I like a lot of the local guys, I think. Um. You know, I could take a medalist and just give them a bad day, or I can take something I got to play the shit out of and have fun. And that might be how I could find that balance with Space Wolves is like knowing that I can win RTTs with them and just taking them to the RTTs and just doing the best I can. And, um, but I took Space Wolves in round one. I unfortunately, I got like the, the baby seal of all baby seals and uh, his Crimson Fist. And, Ooh, <laughs> and so, yeah, but they were nicely painted and the armies look good on the table, of, uh, but I beat him like a hundred to 37. So Ooh. yeah. <laughs> and, and then, uh, Neely's not on here, but, uh, I had Neely game two. So it was bam versus eraser nipples. And, uh, Matt of course had the towel and, uh, he was crude heavy. And, uh, so just turn one, I thought like, you know, he's pretty much using the crude to hold down the board. Well, like the crisis shoot suits do all the damage to everything. So I was like, I'm just going to kill all the crew. And then when you kill all the crew, the crisis suits got to come out and hold the stuff down. And then, uh, and then I'm going to throw Wolfen at them because I just took Wolfen and Wolfen dreads because Dan's been trolling me long enough on Wolfen dreads. I decided I'd go ahead and bite and just take them to a tournament and fuck you, Dan. So, <laughs> but they, but the Wolfen dreads do some work, man. Like they can, they can do some work. And, uh, if you can get exploding sixes on them and uh, get them into you know units and do the reaping swings, uh, they can they can do a lot yeah. of work. And uh, it's high AP swinging and uh, high damage with the axe. And then uh, they get to take benefit of armor of contempt now. And the blizzard shield wasn't on the naughty list, so they still get the four up emblem, yeah. and they get to use armor of contempt. You know, at one hundred twenty some points, those things are steel, man. So. Uh, and then Wolfen are priced right now, I think. Wolfen are 145. Uh, I think them losing core sucks a little bit. But the fact that they're always in Assault Doctrine does not suck at all. So um, I have a question. So if, if a battle shoot, if they're locked in combat with battle suit and, they sh- and the battle shoot shoots and kills them, do they get to fight on death? Or is that I, we, we did not encounter that, but I'd have to go read. Um, I think... Just curious. Think, well, let's look it up, man. Let's answer it right now. I get the app right out here because uh, I didn't run into that in our games. Because what what happened was Matt had to come out and hold the center of the board, and then him coming out and holding the center of the board, like I heroic intervened. I was playing pure space rules. I didn't do successful chapter, and basically just like everything heroically intervened into like everything. And Matt was like, "Well, that's probably the game," and I was like, "Yeah, it's, it's probably the game." So. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but I, uh, I I did get a little bit lucky. That bastard, though, man, check this out. 
So this is kind of funny. If you want to talk about like funny narratives and games, I I, can, I like the melt drop pod. Like uh, Scott, you played against the melt drop pod. That yeah. I, or no, I think I took eradicators well, against you, baby. Did I take the melt pod against you? I just enjoy the melt pod yeah. overall. Like it's but it's, so, it's hit or miss. I took the melt pod. And I got them into range to shoot into unit of crisis suits with plus two damage on turn one. So I thought, okay. like, okay, I'm going to take three three crisis suits off the board. That's a good start. You know, da, 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 da. I wounded Matt eight times with those Meltas. And that motherfucker rolled eight four ups. Like all of his dice were fucking four ups. And I was like, well, fuck <laughs> me, man. So guess where the long fangs are sitting now? Right there by the fucking crisis suits, right there by the crew, right there by everything. And I thought, like, man, fuck it. I'm just going to charge with them. And yeah. <laughs> and so I charged with the long fangs into a unit of crew. And he heroically intervened with another unit of crew into the long fangs. Well, I have a chain sword on the, the wolf guard leader in there. And uh, basically, they killed all but, like, three crew from yeah. both units. And he was like, well, that didn't go the way I thought it would go. And then I piled in. I touched <laughs> the crisis suits to get him into close combat. So... I was like, I guess if they can't shoot, they might as well just go act like space wolves, you know. And mm-hmm. hey, Steven, what's happening, man? Uh, Jeremiah, I've personally always had. Go ahead. No, I was just telling guys in the chat. Thanks for joining. So, I've personally always enjoyed charging with that pot at a D shirt, charging with the guys at a D shirt. I'm honestly every time I'm like, ah, these guys are just gonna die on the. They're gonna die anyways. anyways. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna die anyways. More fucking, yeah. One more activation in some phase. All right, so let's. Uh, here it is. Uh, Death frenzy. Each time a Malmo's unit is destroyed by a melee attack. So it's got shooting attacks out yeah, the window. Yeah. So, uh, hey, hey, JT, what's happening, man? Uh, so that was a fun game, though. And like Matt and I got done. So I went and drank some more. And Matt and I's game got done so early. Mm-hmm. And it was at Mark's house. And I went and found a couch and took a nap. So <laughs> I was like, I was, I was sobered up a little bit and I was recharged going into round three and uh, round three, I got matched up with a guy that had a thousand sons. Did someone and have to wake you up for your game or you no, someone already woke me up. Someone right. like woke me up before the round was over. So, cause like everybody like had wives and girlfriends and stuff showing up and baby gaps wife got there and she woke me up and said, hello. And, and uh, bullshit a little bit. And then I got, got to go play round three. And I get to play against Jason Mode, who's a good player. He's been around 40K for a while. He's running Thousand Suns and he's got a pretty nasty Thousand Suns list. And like Hellbrute are pretty good for the points you pay for him right now, I think. Yeah. And they had three Hellbrutes in the list, which is predominantly. Well, especially like, right when they get, they get a five up in hole with Thousand Suns, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. So that, that makes them that much better. And uh, so I, you know, my goal was to kind of kill Hellbrutes and to start working on everything else. And, and, uh, it was a tough game. It was just a tough game. And uh, we got we got a little contentious with each other at a couple of points, you know, and we apologized and made up for it. And we're buddies, so it's not a big deal. But we wound up – the game was fucking so frustrating. And then we end in a goddamn 90-90 to 90 tie. Hmm. Like, like <laughs> so uh, I went to – oh, goddammit. No, Jeremiah. And that was one thing I was joking about was, like, every time we get to play Thousand Suns, I never get to play the fucking Strat. So – uh, both times I could have used the strat. I was out of CP or couldn't do the CP. And, uh, you know, so it was, but it was a good game. It was hard fought. And to get 90-90 in a tie isn't horrible. Um, on the weekend, I wound up with, I think, 287 battle points. 
So, nice. you know, I was playing the shit out of the games. I just, you know, I had like a, I had a hundred, I had a 97 and I had a 90. So only missing 13 uh, points is impressive. Yeah. Well, honestly. And I was playing pure space wolves, man. I wasn't doing successor chapter space wolves. I was just doing space wolves. And so I think if I go do the uh, successors and tweak the list a little bit, I might actually, I'm tempted. To you weren't even running things. the name characters, were you? Nope. Any, any of the name characters. Nope, yeah, you, you weren't even running space wolves for the reason to run space wolves. <laughs> I had a tech marine, <laughs> a captain, and a uh, oh fuck, a tech marine, a captain, a chaplain, probably, and a chaplain. And I had the big, you know, the big He-Man chaplain. Yeah. But so that motherfucker killed two. Uh, he killed Armon and the sorcerer on the same turn. So exp- split his tax up and exploding sixes. He he fucked up two of them. So got me six abort points, but. So I'm going to, I don't know, I, I I don't have anything really painted for Dallas. So I might just like just tweak that list and just roll into Dallas and just be like, it's a drinking and fun weekend. So I'm headed down there with Royers on Thursday and uh, just tell myself I'm there to enjoy myself and see how well that goes. So I get ready for them Tesla talks somehow. Yeah, Tesla talks, man. So they're coming back this weekend. Uh, so let me catch up on the chat here. Uh, Steven Henderson's painting on some nids. I think a lot of people are out there painting on some nids, man. Yeah, fuck nids. Okay. Yeah. Ward asked if you got any GTs coming up in our area. I think Bug Eater's the next one. Is Bug Eater sold out, Dan? Your mic's not yeah. yeah, I think Bug Eater's sold out, but there's what Midwest Conquest, Bug Eater, and then Branson Brawl. Okay. So, Ward, you should come to Monkey, dude. Bring that, bring that baby up here. Laura's always took commenting about how cute she is. Uh, same as well. I haven't bought my ticket for Monkey either. So uh, it, you're you're coming to Monkey, dude. I got you. So thank you. Can I be added to that group too? <laughs> no. <laughs> and after this weekend, I was about to disown you. Luckily, you got some redemption. So uh, it's, also, it's, it's hard. It's hard to win uh, when when things aren't being played correct. Which is with that out. camera work, how can you not <laughs> want that? But yeah, so that was my weekend. I had fun at the RTT. I had a good time. Um, ate some ate some bad food. Got to hang with the homies all day and drank way too damn much. So it's uh, it was good. And Laura drove, so I got to drink in in the amounts normally that I would not drink. So that was a that was a good time. Dustin Webb's working on Templars. Uh, Dustin, dude, you should look at Branson Brawl if uh, if you're out. That's a good tournament. So. Last time I went, Dan, Dan and I were there. So Dan won it last time, right? Dan won it. I took no, third I, space. I didn't, I didn't go last year. That was two years ago. Year before oh, last okay, year. Yeah, okay. But so it was a good weekend of gaming. Um, I guess hobby time. I uh, I painted a wolf in Dreadnought the night before the tournament. So that counts. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, man. Three colors in the base. It's all good. Yeah, it was beyond three colors in the base, man. Well, then, I, dude, then you're better than all the Maharlikin Void Weavers, man. Yeah. Uh, Salty Astarte says he's making the drive down from Canada for Monkey. That's awesome, dude. Oh, all right. That's badass, man. Um, Ward said, Dan, to the, the final two years ago. of the world. Yeah, actually, uh, Ward Watts was my one loss at Branson two years ago when I took third. And then he went and faced uh, Dan in the finals. And then uh, Dan treated him like a prom queen in the back of the car. So that was who? I don't get it. Ward Watts, oh, Ultra yeah. Rings player. Good dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So, all right, guys, that's probably if the battle of the hobby time going on. Dan, you're just building terrain. Yep, building terrain for bug eater. Yeah, Sean, your your shit's pretty much painted, right? That's all on the stream. Pretty much, yeah. Just you, did the, you did the paint jobs. Me. Okay. <laughs> I I painted. That's why it looks like shit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's all right. It looks good enough. <laughs> yeah. So you guys have heard us mention, and uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kick somebody when they're down. Um, there was an incident this weekend that happened up in Kansas City, and uh, you know, a guy playing a new book at a tournament. Did not know his army well. And, um, you know, I, I think all the right actions have been taken, so I'm not going to continue to harp on him. But I did think it'd be cool to talk about, like, you know, what you should think about going into a tournament with a new book. You know, what you should think about knowing your army. Um, because I was thinking about it, too. Like, I, you know, everybody in the Midwest kind of knows Cookie. Cookie's kind of a quiet guy. And uh, I remember one time playing a tournament against Cookie with a with an army that I'd had like three games with, and uh, I made I made Cookie absolutely mad because I didn't know my shit. And you know I think he was well within his rights to be pissed at me on some stuff. Some stuff eh, might have been nitpicky, but I could have known my army better, you know. And and I think some of the issues this weekend that we saw was a brand new book that a guy hadn't had the reps with, and he decided to go into a two day event you know, with a, with a reasonably new book. And so I wanted to kind of talk about like knowing your army and uh, what you should do if you do mess up stuff and not because you didn't know it well enough. And so that was kind of going to be the topic for tonight. And then we'll roll through the Lord Marshall standings, uh, talk a little bit about events coming up and then we'll bounce out of here. So, um, you know, so as far as knowing the army, uh, I want to start with you, Scott, like uh, what's, What's your what's your threshold? You think for I know an army well enough that I should be playing this in a tournament? Where are you? At? What what's your your point for that? So I tried to I try to know an army pretty well before I go to any event. Uh, at least I know what my army will try to always do, you know, and then pick out a couple core strategies that 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 I developed my army around. Like when I was playing DG, uh, you know, vehicle spam. It's just like I'm going to pick four or five strats the first event I ever went to and I was like, I'm going to focus around these strats. I'm going to focus around this game plan. And this is, this is what my army does for this, for this tournament. And, and you know, just, I read the book a bunch. I, I read the strats a bunch and uh, you know, I, I just try to play games, you know, but I, if I don't feel confident that I'm going to be able to recite rules correctly during, during the course of a game or be able to find quickly in the codex and, and, and tell people about, <laughs> what I'm trying to do, then it's, it, I hate wasting somebody else's time personally. Uh, I hate, I hate going to a tournament, and not getting my five, five turns in every, every round. And I don't want to deprive that of somebody else. So I certainly will. I mean, I, I try not to know or to know the whole codex front and back before I, before I go to an event, uh, you know, team events are, are different. Like Adepticon, I barely knew orcs when I first went to it and, you know, I really enjoyed myself after that, but like I had somebody that there that could kind of help me through playing those games. Uh, so, you know, I very I know I know enough about the game where I can play any kind of game confidently, but I'm not going to sit there and be like, I know I can. Whereas, like some of the orc stratagems now, I can recite word for word. Or same with the custodies or, or, or marines, I, I can tell you, you know. Oh, well, you want to know what Emperor's Allspice does? This is what it does. You know, it turns off rerolls. Yeah, I can 
regurgitate that stuff. And I, if I feel like if I can't do that with a codex, I don't want to sit there and waste somebody's time. So, yeah, play a lot of One, games, try, try to know the, know the army. One thing I've done that I think I think helps a lot is if I'm going to play with a new book, you know, I, I do a lot of list building, which, you know, one, you know, no, if I have the list that I'm playing, I feel like I can go through my strats or my book and just basically eliminate a lot of stuff I don't have to pay attention to up front. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, not say you would say like I, I'm playing Space Marines and I have zero Phobos units. You know, I, I could probably just eliminate worrying about any of those Phobos strats or any of those things when I'm first learning the army. You know, down the road, it might cool, be cool to learn those things just because someone else might pull those tricks on you or do those things for you. But as far as like me learning enough to play on the tabletop, you know, I try to see what I can eliminate as far as like having to know about up front going to the tournament. So, you know, if I got a strat that only works on, you know, centurions and I have no centurions in my list, I'm not going to spend the time, you know, trying to, trying to remember that or remember it. And I'll, usually I found like you can dial it down by a significant number just by like, this affects nothing in my list. This affects nothing in my list. This affects nothing in my list. And, you know, yeah. if you're using the cards, you can focus on that stack of stuff that you actually know applies to your list. And that's one step I found that kind of helps me cut down on what I should or what I shouldn't be doing as far as getting to know it. Um, Dan, what have you done? What do you got as far as learning a new book or trying to trying to know your army before you get to a tournament? I just know everything. So... <laughs> I can hate you sometimes. No, I mean I when I'm in the tournament mode, I mean I'm I digest podcasts and everything from a bunch of different places to try to learn the rules and then I read most of the books at least once or twice through to to know what the things are. It's kind of like uh, you know a good example I can point back. I usually have a pretty good feel for the books by the time that they're ready for the tournaments and if I hear something that I've never heard of before just because I, the way where I get all my information from about the game, you know, like uh, what was um, last year? Uh, WTC guy, what's uh, Sean Naden? You know, when he had his uh, little Razorwing flock issue, I remember. I remember when I saw that because we we talked about it prior to that event, and I was like, huh. I didn't know Razorwing flocks could be taken in units one because that's pretty damn good, and I feel like I'd have known about that. Um, and then it turns out, well, no, they really couldn't. So, but it's one of those, like whenever somebody like, I don't know, I just, I, I digest enough information, you know, about the game when I'm going to tournaments that I just have a good feel and pretty good understanding of how most things work. But I understand I'm, I'm in the minority of. Well, and you're, you're a top level player too, Joe. <laughs> I'm talking about the rest of those, those plebes that live on planet earth. <laughs> well, it's the same thing, you know, when you're taking a shit get your get your you know when like when the when a brand new book comes out if i've got this stuff on my phone if i'm taking a poop i'll open it up and I'll, I'll read the strats and read through different things to to make sure that you just get it pounded in your head so and that's one good thing i have noticed about the app is uh the the app i'll pretty much just go to like the stratagem section and just thumb through all the sections for my all the strats for my book and read them all the way down. And then like, I'm doing kind of the same thing in my head. Like that applies. That doesn't apply. That doesn't apply. Oh, I could have used this when this happens. You know, I need to take a mental note and remember this the next time it goes. And uh, I've really enjoyed like just having the codexes in the GW app and like having just stratagems, like just, just go in there. So 
Um, Dilly, what you got? Yeah. Is he what? Um, for me, it's like <laughs> uh, typically like, kind of like uh, what Dan said. I mean, I'm, I'm going based off of leaks a little bit. Um, I'll start reading those or listen to all the leaks that are coming out. I know, like with Death Guard and Eldari, I was listening to a couple of YouTube videos, especially like uh, on like the pre-order week when everybody gets the book early and they all release the video. So I'll listen to like one or two videos of doing a whole codex review, and then that will give me like a decent understanding of what the book does and doesn't do. And then from there, it's kind of just play testing different armies. Uh, throughout the week or with, with the leaks that they have and everything like that. And I'm building lists and then at a certain point I just have a decent understanding. Um, there's that and then also just playing in tournaments playing against opponents like with various armies you will start to learn their books too. That's that's something I've noticed is like I feel like I confidently go confidently go into playing Tau pretty quickly maybe switch an army like play a different army or two, but I would feel like I know most of their strats and abilities and stuff like that, just because I've played them enough times. Yeah, I have, yeah. uh, I, there's enough Custodes players here that I feel like I know that Custodes book pretty well just by mm -hmm. playing the practice yeah. games against Custodes players. So some other notes, and these are uh, hat tip to, Scats, to Sasser, because he said, you know, he said, make cheat sheets. Um, I'm the worst dude in this, in the world for doing that uh, what's your process for making cheat sheets, man? So, <clears throat> you know, to tell you the truth, I just uh, find, you know, from online sources or various things that uh, have the correct strategies and everything like that. And I, I typically try to make a one-page, you know, sheet for all my stratagems that I plan to use. And that way I can, you know, like like, like you said, just I don't even have to put down the ones that are not even – I don't have a single smokescreen unit in my army. Why would I need to put this stratagem on this page? You know, I'll ne never use it. Uh, so there's things like that, 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 that can go into a cheat sheet that I like to use, uh, even with, uh, battle scribe, I mean, printing off even just one of the sheets with, uh, like full rules outline, you know, can sometimes be good to reference that way, at least, oh, you know, if, if you do have to pull the, the, the actual, co uh, rule in the codex, you at least know the name of the rule by looking at the cheat sheet or something of that nature, uh, is what I like to be like to have in my cheat sheets so it's mainly just stratagems so i don't have to thumb through the book well, like yeah. the cards the cards too like mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean if, if, you, if you have access to cards not not all the older factions you can still get the cards or, or some still are limited in some nature so that's that way so yeah and i've i've you know sometimes i i missed out on a card set or i picked up an army late and could find the cards and i've just copied the last the, the pages of strats cut them up and slid them in sleeves you know yeah. Like uh, like card sleeves, you can make your own homemade cards if uh, if you're too cheap to pay the twenty bucks for the GW ones or whatever. So, or if you can't a, find them, yeah, it's, it's not hard to do. So, um, but uh, someone said <laughs> I might sound odd, but I tend to listen. I listen to non North American podcasts. They tend to have different views and strats for armies compared to us. But reading your book and getting the reps in is obviously key. Also, fuck TTS. Yeah, fuck TTS, man. But no, it's uh, I do like seeing other people's take on the games and other people's take on the meta, and I do think other regions will stumble upon stuff maybe not going on in your region. So, like, I don't think it's weird. I think it's uh, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, Stephen Stephen Henderson said I put tabs on my Codex page. Yeah, 
dude, I uh, the best move you can make is uh, if you tape together all the uh, all the crusade shit with electric tapes. Yeah, I was just saying, cut out the crusade part. In the heat of the game, you can just flip right past that shit. Because I'm always looking for a relic or rules or something, and I wind up in the middle of that crusade shit, and then I realize I'm in that crusade shit again. So I just started taping all that together in my book. So um, JT said, uh, if I have time, I'll get the actual model out and practice the interactions for strats and rules one other time. And uh, I've done that. I've also rolled dice on the table with phantom models, you know, just to see if my math matches what the dice are going to do. <laughs> so yeah, it's, absolutely, it's, uh, yeah. Um, or see see how your, your your army looks on the board. You know, deployed a couple times, yeah. get the feeling. And that that's it. All it all seems stupid, and you know, you're sitting in your basement, to see, uh, <laughs> you're moving yeah. your fucking models around. But you know, it's 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 part of the game where you have to. It is nice to see. You know, realistically, what is what is my army? Is my is my the footprint of my army too big? Yeah. You know, it, yeah. It, it, in in the in the terrain that I should be expecting. Like GW train is perfect to see what your army looks like on the board. And it's cause it's pretty standardized and, and, and it's like, Holy fuck, this is a huge ass footprint. I don't know if I can abuse this terrain enough. Yeah. It's a, it is still nice to just measure yourself out of 12 by 12, couple 12 by 12 boxes and see what you can really fit behind there. Yeah. Right. I mean, like when I first started playing the Zeldar codex, my, my first army was like, uh, like getting out of vehicles plus wound to wound, and then like additional damage in combat. Now I'm on Hail of Doom and, and uh, whatever six of Thimble five Pill no pain, basically. So that took you know seven, eight different armies to figure out the one that I was comfortable with yeah. throughout that whole time. I was learning, you know, oh, this is what this does. This is what this does. Yeah. And learning, oh, this doesn't do this. Whoops. Yeah, there's definitely a handful of things like, oh, I cheated for, you know, four <laughs> games in a row. Another one is uh, watching battle reports. Uh, Scott put on there. I do a lot of that. Uh, I tend to watch tournament coverage. I think watching tournament. Uh, Thomas C. Eddie said bolters. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, but cool. So <laughs> just screaming bolters. dude. Just, just Thomas being Thomas, man. What's up, Eddie? So I uh, got Eddie and Walt in the chat tonight, man. It's the Bill and Ted of 40K. So uh but yeah, I, I do think though that you should be careful about what battle reports you're watching. I yes. know that might sound elitist or or weird, but there are some channels out there that I think are more like hobby or narrative oriented in their play. And you might spend a lot of time looking at or dealing with a unit or a, a list built that's not even gonna be close to what you're seeing competitive play. And you could be maybe be led to think it's a lot better than it is or a lot worse than it is you know, because they're not doing optimized bills, builds. So we um, talked about the, uh, the glass hammer guy. That's not Manny. The what? <laughs> so the glass hammer guy, that's not Manny. Oh, I don't know. Whatever his opponent's name is. Like I, I looked at his Eldar list. I saw as, I, as soon as I looked at that, I turned off the, I don't know. So this yeah. is not going to be a game. Uh, um, and you know what the worst is? Don't ever look for space wolves battle reports. Yeah, because those, those those are always the worst. Brother, it's like, it's like brother, I drunk off all my blah 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 blah. It's, it's like, man, I just want to see a competitive game of fucking forty k space wolves. Can y'all, can y'all just stop? So, uh, fucking Zane. He said, if you don't watch narrative battle reports for tournament references, then you're doing it wrong. Shut up, Zane. Probably. Yeah. So. Uh, bring murder fang. You hear that, Dan? 
Yeah. <laughs> so, He's been yeah. saying it for years. Yeah, I know, man. Everybody trolls me for years because Dan's always like Murder Fang. And I could have brought Murder Fang Saturday. I should have brought Murder Fang Saturday. Yeah, I just, know. You didn't <laughs> to see what trouble I could have gotten him into. So but yeah, that's uh I like, you know, I, I do I don't I don't know. I I wish I could shout out some channels, but I do think there's some good competitive talent channels out there to watch. Um, something to be mindful of when you're watching battle reports, I think, is uh, play style and list builds, you know, because like uh, I can't remember where it was. I was discussing with somebody today, like the Art of War guys, like all the Art of War guys are they're great high level players. But, you know, does their play style fit how I play the game? You know, are they playing the game in the way that we are? You know, it, it, do they you know, some of the guys will be more cagey than I'd be in a game, I think. And, you know. You go ahead, Dan. If you want to jump in, or you want to say, oh, I thought, yeah, I thought Dan was about to go on a rant. He's oh. getting ready. He is. Well, he is you, just, you just reminded me of something. So I, and I got no problem roasting the art of war, guys. So somebody, somebody gave me access to their uh, what do you call it? Their war room thing. Yeah. So I listened to a couple of those things, and that, and this, this is kind of going back on what I was saying earlier. You know, you listen, digest the information from other sources, but also read the damn book because the amount of errors I heard. You know, when those guys were talking about Harlequins, the amount of errors that I heard on on their war room stuff was freaking mind blowing. Like the the amount of rules they were getting wrong when they were talking about that stuff, it just blew my mind that they were. It's like they they, they hadn't even read the stuff; they just were going off what other people were saying. So make sure on all that stuff, just make sure read the book. You know, yeah. read read the actual rule, and, and make sure you under you just reread it. Read it again. Read it a third time. So yeah. just just a little a little thought on that. Just to you know, take take pe- take people's advice, but take everything with a grain of salt. Even the stuff we say, and and go do your own research. So correct. And because at a tournament, when someone says, "Are you sure that works that way?" You know, saying I, I heard it or I saw it on the blah 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 podcast is not an appropriate answer. Like you- well, even <laughs> even at uh, even at what do you call it? Uh, somebody said. Uh, uh, back at Free State, there was some fortification thing. They're like, well, ITC ruled it this way. Well, for one, I'd never heard of that, and we went and looked at it. I talked to the ITC judges, and they went and looked at it, and they discovered that the question that was – the ruling they gave, the question was worded in such a way, you know, it, it messed it all up, and basically they, they were, their ruling was incorrect. And I think they – I think they – I believe they fixed it now. But so you can't just go off of, you know – hearsay or if you got a question on something make sure you get it checked with that tournament not just yeah. say well so and so said this so and so said that there's so many times where like I'll confidently go in and do something and say is that what it does I'll say yep and they say okay well let me look it up too yeah <laughs> someone uh someone so said, many times say that this is a good point they said if you meta chase you never have to learn shit <laughs> just let your opponent teach you your codex while he beat you with tyranids <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a dig, Dilly. Right. I know. I think so. Dig? I think that was a little bit might, of a dig. Might yeah. be. I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> like I said, that hive tyrant should have been dead turn two. Yeah, dude. Dan and I are meanwhile screaming. It doesn't work that way. And like just <laughs> looking at you on stream, just doing yeah. the thing. You know. I, I noticed that after the game, I looked at my phone. I said, "Oh." Five, six, seven different people told me, "Hey, just so you know, it doesn't work that way." Yeah, that's big. That's major, man. That's yeah. That's one of the strats that you should probably, as a player, should have went like, "Hey, man, can we double read that real quick?" 
you yeah. know, just I checked so. him on everything else except for yes. that one, right? I mean, but my well, I watched because like everything else, like the, there was the one where there was the one time where he took the harpy and was gonna like fly over like three units to put more wounds on them. Yeah, and like you were like. I could tell it was your smirking voice because you were kind of like, uh, like, <laughs> hey man, are you sure that's got enough movement for that? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, let me think. I'm gonna put my thinking cap on. And I was like, I was like, okay, so Sean just got the, he put that one in check at least. So I was like, you're you're halfway there. So, yeah, uh, that was. That, that's one thing about the whole. Uh, I, I I do like War Games Live. I think he does a great job. Yeah, but you know, if 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 you're streaming a game and there is. And I don't, I don't know what his his rules knowledge, you know, is personally. It's always um, growing with him. I know that. Like, yeah, it's but growing, I mean, but it's 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 not not near, you know, anybody yeah. on the, anybody over here. Well, so. you know, like, there's a good example. You know, um, just use one, Calvin. I don't, I don't, I think they, I think he've realized it after the fact. But he kind of moved a hive tyrant up. He basically was setting himself up to charge through a wall with wings. So I don't think yeah. he realized it. Um, but like, this is like an example. Like, if you're, if it'd be nice. I would have a little bit of active judging of just say, you know, when something goes wrong, hey, FYI, you know, this, that doesn't work like that. It gets fixed right away. It makes the stream better. I, I, that's my opinion of it. Just it, you don't yeah. need to go active judge it, but to this, the point of when they make the error and you know yeah. it's incorrect, well, just tell them to fix it. Well, that's like Joe's whole thing, Joe, the War Games Live guy. He said, yeah. I'm just here to stream. I don't, I'm not a judge. So, I will not like interact. Yeah, that's with his. Basically. That's his. Stance. After the game, after the game, he came and talked to us and say, "Hey, just so you know, chat said X, Y, Z," and then that moves forward. But also with that in mind, round five, I told Drew, the tournament organizer, a judge for that. I said, "Hey, you know, watch the stream for this for this game and look what they're pointing out because they're gonna. I mean, you have two hundred people, two hundred judges basically looking at the game for you. That stream was brutal, man. Well, was brutal. And I, I get Joe's point of view, but like." The stream, and rightfully so, the stream was definitely hostile at some points. Mm -hmm. But if, if where and, and he was, I mean, it's my point of view. He was letting it get that way. Where if he would have just taken a little, you know, I I, I can see both sides. So I, I can't, you know, I'm not going to point fingers. But you know, and I, I my knowledge of the game is is probably more than his. So I'd be more comfortable saying those things to players. Yeah. But well, it's well, a, it's, just, a, it's a hard place to be too because he's. He's wanting to do like this independent, you know, traveling roadshow thing, you know, from the tournaments and he needs the tournaments to do that. But also most tournaments, you know, the stream team or the people doing the stream are usually somewhat involved in the tournaments, you know, like Jason Horn, you know, you know, he doesn't always, he's not really active jumping in the game all the time, but Jason Horn's pretty good about, you know, saying like, Hey, you know, this, this stupid shit went on and the chat was screeching about it and comes and gets a judge or comes and gets a TO. Yeah. You know, instead of, and like, and I do agree with the point that Dan made that like the first time that strat was misplayed, that the, that the chat went, you know, if he could have been like, you know, he could even just discreetly been like, Hey, I'll be right back. And uh, went and told the judge that like, Hey, this strat's been played this yeah. way and the chat won't <laughs> shut the fuck up about it. You know, you want to maybe come check the table and then I'm going to get back to shoutcast and hopefully it calms down. And like the problem might've been, you know, the problem might've been solved turn one, you know, turn two and not have to listen to it for the rest of the game. So. Well, and uh, I think, I think he's, uh, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, Zane asked in the chat, what was the strat? It was the strat where the, the high 
Yeah, the hive t- hive tyrant can pop off the board uh, after it's killed some shit, and uh, my, uh, you can only do it if it started the turn on the board. Yeah. So my and argument I, with it was was Are you sure you can do it twice at the end of the game? Because like or end of the turn, because it's like if you do it once, sure that's the end of the turn. But if you do it twice, the first time you did it, it's not the end of the turn anymore. And I was like, well, kind of feels weird at that point. So I feel like it really can only be used once, but. Yeah, common sense is only once. So yeah, but and that's why I think he's coming to stream buggier. So I'm I'm sure I'm gonna work with. Yeah. you know we got three of us judges, and we'll just make sure one of us is you know available. So if something if something does blow up, or starting to blow up on the stream, he can quick hey come over here, go look, yeah. go find this down and correct it that way. I just think you know from somebody that was trying to watch the stream on and off, I felt like the errors were detracting from the quality of the stream. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's all I would say, and I think. I think if it if it gets addressed faster, it would make the stream more enjoyable for mm-hmm. everybody everybody watching it, and probably make it more enjoyable for the people playing it. No, they're not getting, you know, roasted. Some guys getting or, fucked, yeah. or some yeah. guys getting bamboozled, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, just my just my comments. I, I see both sides, but yeah, I know I, I get what he's trying to do, and I get he wants to do a positive stream, you know. But I also think too that like as you know, you're part of a community. You know, and part of part of it might be, you know, maybe he can find a better way to, uh, you know, to deal with it or do it the next time, you know, and instead of having to just spend two hours arguing with the stream that, you know, whatever. So I'm curious if he can, like, get a judge to get in there and talk or shout with yeah. shoutcast with them. And he <laughs> said the same thing with the Necron players playing the book the wrong way at Adepticon. Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't he just, <clears throat> he, just needs the, he just needs the ability to. When the stream starts blowing up on something, he needs the ability to just just to be able to hey, come up, judge, yeah, address address this yeah. so the so the stream can move on, and 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 you know rather than it just not being addressed at all and then it just gets talked about on stream for the next two hours. That that could be something the TO or judge you know tells them. it's like hey listen if there's something major you think happening in the stream feel free to call us over. Yeah, so, so we got a little bit off the rails. Uh, Another point that was listed in here as far as knowing your army was find a community or a group or team to go over the rules with. Um, correct, but I'm going to give you some warning here as well. Um, competitive 40K is uh, <laughs> is like the trailer park of the Warhammer community. And uh, you get some of the worst advice in that group you will ever get if you post actual 40K questions. Um, my, my advice for finding a community would be if there's a group of local players that have been out a while, or if there's a yeah. local competitive team that is pretty well established and has some guys who performed well, you know, at RTT levels or higher, um, try and link up with some of those guys, try and link up with guys that are actually going to events, actually going to GTs. Yes. And uh, actively competing in tournaments, you know, don't talk to the guy who's still talking to you about track guards on his, uh, his mech army, you know, from, five editions ago when he was, he ruled the world as a uh, Imperial guard, you know, find the guy that's, you know, out playing something right now or gal or whoever and, uh, and talk to them about what's going on. So anyone got anything else they want to put on that? Knowing your army part. Just play games. Yeah. 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 Practice. You can play games, man. That's the it's biggest about thing. Practice. Can... Yeah. So it really, really helps a lot. I know someone yeah. was di- this in TTS, but even even TTS games are good. Yeah, they you know TTS. Kind of 
TTS can be good. I, I'm going to admit it and say it here so everybody can, but it's, it's not the same as the real thing. Sometimes it's like, no, that's it's, it's like shit, it's shit compared to the actual game, yeah. but it's, it's like, dude's like it's, Brazzers versus having a real naked chick, man. There's two, yeah. two different things. So. <laughs> and like, like Dan said too, right. Read, read your book when you're, when you're taking a shit or when you're going, going to bed, right. Yeah. Make that your light reading to fall asleep too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I slept with the Admet Codex on my nightstand for like a week straight. Just I look at it, you know, before I go to bed, look at something new every time. Yeah, that's the one book you probably didn't have to do that with because it was just so easy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what's let's say hypothetically, let's say you go to a tournament and you fuck up. You fuck up your rules. You fuck up something. And either by hook or crook or someone coming by and telling you or a judge stopping you and giving you a yellow card, uh, you learned you fucked up some rules. Um, I'm going to let uh, you, Scott, you want to leave this one off? You said, do you speak out or call yourself out? Talk to me. So I think, I think if you, if you do something that costs or that causes you to win the game, uh, you should definitely say something. There are times when you mess up something and it and it wouldn't have really changed the outcome of the game. You know, there have been plenty of times where it's like, oh, I was just taking a save here and I messed up the save, whatever. Um, but I think if you do anything egregious, me personally, I would I would try to call myself out. I'd be like, hey, you know, I really messed up here. I, I you know, I don't know, I don't know if I if, if it's round two or something, and I messed up two games in a row. You know, I. I, I'd either forfeit or at least forfeit my those two games and see if I could still play because I would still enjoy to play the game. But you know, I, I don't think it's right taking the win from somebody else if you if you shouldn't have had the win. Uh, there, are, like I said, there are times when you've messed up a, something simple because nobody's played a perfect game of 40k. I think we've heard that a million times over, and we're going to keep saying it. Um, but you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't take a win that wasn't yours. Uh, is my big thing. Um, and, you know, like I said, I would, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would call a judge. Wait, the question table, for you. Question for you. What, at what point is, is it a win versus like not, shouldn't have been a win for you? Like, are you talking like you blew the guy out? You know, you're not going to take the loss or is it, you're talking like a 10 point game? A it, I game? think, I think it more, more is, is based on like, like, I was resolving a combat over here in this combat had no resolution to the endpoints of the game. Like it, it did. And I messed up this guy's save or something. That's something I wouldn't, I would, Oh, I fucked up, but it had no relevancy towards the end of the game. Whereas like, let's say I used a strat like transhuman. Uh, let's say I used transhuman on a, a six man unit and I only had one CP, but I still used it. And there goes, I, I end up surviving on for, for my last oath of moment point. Hey, that ga- that gives me a two point win. Hey, there, I've lost the game. I I I actually yeah. messed up. You need to call the game that because that's going to cost the game, right? That that cost the game for my opponent. Um, you know, but if it, and again, I if you mess up, you you, you should call yourself out anyways. You're like, hey, you know, there, there's no there's no reason not to call yourself out if it's you know whatever. And you you can let them decide what they want to do. I mean, if they want to take the win, and I mean, most competitive players will realize, oh, that had no effect on the game, or that had a huge effect. We need to do something about this, and I think that you can come to an agreement. But I, I think you should, in turn, call yourself out. Yeah, and I we had a guy, the, actually the guy that won the RTT this weekend for us at the the double decker. Um, he misplayed a, a strat, 
And after after the tournament, he hit up the guy he played round three and told him, like, hey, I played this strat wrong. You know, I'm sorry, dude. Didn't realize that was what went down. You know, and I've been fucking with him all day, telling him we're going to put an asterisk after his tournament win. But, you know, the guy he played was, like, basically, like, yeah, I don't think it mattered in the outcome. You know, like, it's not that big of a deal. And I think you'd be surprised how many people that if you come to them honestly and say, like, hey, dude, I've owned this up. I apologize. Um, you know, most people in general will just be like, it's cool. It happens, you know, because it does happen. You know, and I do think, you know, the difference between making an honest mistake and, and, you know, be, being a Justin Lois is your intent. And, you know, it's, 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 it's intent is everything. And I, and I think if you go up to someone and admit your mistake and be willing to face the, face the consequences of it, you know, most, most people give you the benefit of the doubt. I think too many people get the benefit of the doubt, but most will give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's intent and frequency. Yeah. So one little thing happens in a game; it's not really a big deal, almost almost ever. But if it's like, you know, fourteen little things, yes. Like, hey, I messed this up. I played this wrong. I also screwed up the strat. Yeah. You know, then you're starting to. So it, that's why there is no there's no hard and fast rule. I don't think. I just think it kind of. Depends on the situation, but if you're honest and your opponent's honest, you both can probably, you both kind of know when it actually matters and when it doesn't. So yes, and I, and, and I yeah, think there's Tony Tebow said my Harlequin Codex is on my nightstand, right next to a picture of Sean Billy. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. <laughs> how many else? How many other people have a picture of me on the nightstand? Just curious. No? It's gonna be super, I, I don't need to boost my ego at all, man. I think yeah. we all do actually. Do, you know, you know that. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that it's like you said we're not we're scoring up to 100 points now instead of you know before we were scoring up to 30 points. So <laughs> the 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 variance of where you can fuck up is you know like by turn three or four you you know there's a clear fucking winner typically in most games. You know in the in the really tight games, you know you might not let those stratagems or those things get messed up. But I I I, I don't know, man. I I you got to call yourself out, man. There's no there's no there's no you, I mean, and the worst part is when you, if you figure out you actually cheated someone going like that, you want that win. That's sweet. Cool. Yeah. The great win. Individual responsibility. And, and most, I think most people do that. So I don't think, I think it's a very, I don't think it's a. Most people take the win or most people give up? Most people will tell their opponent, hey, I fucked this up. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, at least, at least the events around here, there's very, not a lot of not a lot of issues with I, I think a lot of it helps too that at least with the more Marshall conference that you're seeing the same 60 guys uh, you become friends with the same 60 guys so it's a lot easier to be friendly with the same 60 guys kind of thing mm-hmm. you're talking about being friendly with 60 dudes yeah all the time <laughs> every night with me <laughs> look at grab ass yeah that's a lot of grab ass but a good old elephant so. walk yeah. Well, that's my thing is there's always going to be another tournament, dude. Like, uh, yeah. I, I need to get better at, uh, I, I need to get better at thinking like, okay, this just isn't my weekend. You know, who's here that I can enjoy their company and go by my weekend, you know, and, and that's, and if you mess up, do like, it's just not your weekend. Just, you know, write it off, find other things to be positive about and, and move on to the next deal. So, uh, and I think it goes back to a couple of podcasts ago, like evaluate why you're going to a tournament. You know, if you're going to to win it, you you need to know the rules. You need to not fuck up. 
right? You need to you need to be good at you need to be good at 40k. Yeah. At least for that weekend, you know, you can't you can't be fucking up rules. Yeah. And also I think one of the last points that were on here was for tonight was like uh what should you do not to make the mistake again? You know, it's I, I do think it's a it's a boomerang back to knowing your army, you know, knowing knowing your rules, having the practice games. And if you realize you came unprepared, you know, take the extra steps that you didn't take that time the next time and and see how that goes. So any any closing comments, Dilly, on that one? No. Really. I was say they, I mean, can't, they can't hear your head shake on the podcast, just so you know. So you oh, know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. What? No. I'll shake it harder. Head rattle. Yeah. Uh, hear the hear the bristling of your molestash through your microphone. Yeah. And so. Funny story with that. I was I was working today, and someone you know your your mustache has a lot of personality. So you know I'm just gonna leave it with that. Just that's a personality. Right. That's a, a strange way of saying uh, STD, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> Oh, fucking herpes on my upper lip is what it does. That's right. Or hides it. Yeah. Well, both. <laughs> uh, my screen's just glitched on me. All right. So let's go to the uh, the Lord Marshall standings and uh, we'll review those and then we'll GTFO. And then we'll go through like what events. Actually, let's do what the upcoming events. I'm going to share screen. You guys ready? Isaiah, Isaiah's right though. Be willing to lose repeatedly. I mean, that's that's yeah. one thing that, at least starting out, you should learn to lose. Learn, learn to lose gracefully. Isaiah is a uh, one of uh, one of our dudes, and he's pretty good about 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 taking lumps. He likes the games against the good guys. So, all right, you guys should be able to see. Maybe I got on the wrong screen. There is. Oops. Might change it. Yeah. See all your emails though. Yeah, I'm seeing your emails right now. Oh. Pornhub, Uges. Uh, what are all these? You know, premium accounts you're paying for. Mind the mind your own. Why did they not show the right screen? There we go. Can you guys see it now? Nope. There you go. All right. So we are almost to May. Jeez, man. Uh, spring up is this weekend? No, that was last, last, weekend. last weekend. God, Jason, get your calendar right. Uh, Meta Games and RTT Springfield. And this weekend, there I don't see anything on the calendar this weekend. Uh, May 7th is Fight for the Fort in St. Robert, Missouri. May 14th is a 2,000-point 40K tournament in Shawnee, Kansas. And the 21st is May 40K event in Springfield, Illinois. I do know the weekend of the 7th, there it's the, what is that weekend? That's not going to do it. Whatever the weekend is of the seventh, there's a GT at Hero Complex that is uh, for Lord Marshall points. And I'm not sure why Jason hasn't gotten it on the counter, and there's still spots available. So if you're looking for a two-day event, there's one here in Wichita, Kansas, and that's what that one goes to. So let's go over to the rankings. 
and see if uh, our overlord Dan Sammons is still at the top. Still sitting pretty by himself. Is he? So let's do the team rankings first. Um, team rankings in number five, Observance of Hermits. Number four, Frozen North Gaming. Number three is the Warhogs. Number two is the Flying Monkeys. And number one is the Outlanders. So Outlanders lead is shrunk. So we're uh, not too far behind them on the monkeys here. So, And then the top 10 for the Lord Marshall players. Uh, number 10, John Teets. Look at Teets jumping up in the top 10, man. Good job. Look at them Teets. Uh, look at them Teets. Uh, number nine, uh, Tim Royers. Number eight, Kyle Thompson. Number seven, Jeffrey Husser. Oh, hang on a second, Scott. I thought yeah. Sean was the big dog in Kansas City. Are you seeing his, what, are, what are his events? Are you what seeing his, his name events? up here? I don't think I have four events in this one of his. I see I see Jeffrey's name there, but I don't see Sean Dilly's name anywhere. Do you remember so. when Jeff I mentioned that? four times, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember right. when I said that I had to start judging events and you know, yeah. growing the hobby here instead of playing? That's my excuse right now. All right. So number six is uh, Kyle fucking McCord. Uh, Kyle knocked me out of top 10 last season, and uh, I just leaped him to go to number five. So um, I'm sitting middle of the pack, number five. Uh, number after four. Double decker. After the double decker. I think my score actually bumped me up a spot. So uh, number four is John and Delicate. Number three is Chris Campbell. Number two, Cam Hawkins. And at number one, uh, the Salt King. The man, Dan Sammons. So, congrats for hanging on to that, Dan. Dan, do you have anything to say to all your fans? Just stay down. Stay down. Make my LMC your easy. <laughs> That's fine. I don't have to play another one of this oh. shit game. Oh. All right, guys. I got something in my eye, so I need to get off here. Uh, Around the horn. Uh, Scott, what's going on your way? Anything you need to let people know about, be aware of? No, man, just uh, that Memphis tournament, uh, June 4th and 5th in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, my corners tournament. My corner's a good dude. So uh, go out and support. Uh, go out and support. Room hobbies. Yeah. Uh, Dilly, you got anything? Yeah. Uh, we have Show Me Showdown, July 9th and 10th. Uh, we have the Casey Summer Slaughter. Sometime in August, for some reason, I think I want to say like August. Was it August? Maybe 27th, 28th, top of my head. That's going to be the uh, kickoff to the new uh, Casey Cup series that we're starting up. Um, to be six tournaments, got a max scores of four of them. It's going to be like best painted sportsmanship and uh, battle points. Um, so go ahead and sign up for both of those. I'll be judging both of them. All right. Uh, Dan, you got anything? Nope. Oh, go play Total War. He's probably playing Total War now. That's what I thought. <laughs> I totally I, I, this whole time I thought he was. No, He's like, I'm, I'm working. Here. I'm working. I was in Des Moines all day and my email was just pouring in. So. Yeah. Yeah, right, dude. He's just selecting all the ogres. Yes. Yeah. Throw the rocks. He's like, Peter freezing. He's killing boars. <laughs> I played so, Total War last time we podcast. Yeah. 
All right, guys. Tickets for uh, Monkey are still available. We've got a uh, Friday night Crisis Protocol. Uh, Crisis Protocol is a good game. So if you've got Crisis Protocol stuff, uh, get signed up for that as well. You can play that Friday night during sign-up. And then uh, H Sigmar GT and uh, 40K GT. Uh, so we, we should have a good weekend of gaming uh, into September, and it caps our season. So it's going to be on you guys before you know it. Um, also, a friend of the show, Ben Sherwin. Go check out Advanced Warfare. Um, he's not here with us tonight. So, uh, but Ben been been doing some good things over Advanced Warfare. So, remember, if war gaming was easy, it would be your mom. And uh, we'll see you guys same bat time, same bat channel next week. Maybe if I can end this live video. There we go. In the stream, we're all gonna die. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>